This dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle, style, style. style. I promise style. motivation, style. inspiration, and transformation. The sober is dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle, style, style. I was able to transform my mind and body and spirit. We won't steer you wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober's Dope Podcast, episode 15. 15 episodes in, guys. I am so excited. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. Today's episode is called Sobriety and Motivation. This episode is all about the motivational aspects of life and sobriety and all the excitement, okay? Today, I will be having my impromptu special guest via YouTube, the great Eric Thomas, E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Now, guys, if you don't know who E.T. is, I'm going to have to put you on today because Eric Thomas, first, Eric D. Thomas is a Ph.D., has a Ph.D., and he's an American motivational speaker the best on the planet, the number one motivational speaker on the planet is Dr. Eric Thomas. He's an author and also a minister. Um, and his speeches is usually popular on YouTube, but you can find him everywhere on Instagram. Now, my personal relationship with Eric Thomas started with when I was first in rehab. I used to see his images all over the Internet. And I used to say to myself, who's this guy with this baseball cap on? This black guy with this baseball cap, he looks kind of tough, though. He had, like, a real tough look to him. Like, he'd been through something, and he kind of looked a little scary and intimidating, like, you know, a coach, a coach. Like, he looked like a tough football coach. And, um... And he always had athletic clothing on. So I was always saying, who's this guy? Like, you'll just see his image and you'll see him talking. I never really tapped in. And I kept saying to myself, I got to track down this guy. I got to figure who this guy is. I got to find this guy. This guy keeps seeing this guy all over the place. But And then one day I was, um, I got my iPhone. And, you know, I'm a big podcast guy. And I'm big into motivation, reading, and education, and constantly growing. And I came across something called TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. And um, and and then I'm listening to this guy, and it's um, Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas. And then I finally put two and two together when I looked him up on, when I Googled him, I said, this is the motivational guy I kept seeing all over the place. Dr. Eric Thomas is a beast. He promotes being in full-blown beast mode, being a hunter, being a lion, making no excuses. He used to be homeless. You know, this guy went from being homeless and eating out of the garbage can and sleeping in abandoned buildings to becoming a doctor and the number one motivational speaker in the world. So for my Sober is Dope universe, I'm so excited today to introduce Dr. Eric Thomas and his work to our podcast because everything that we use here are tools. And sometimes we can get very technical on Sober is Dope. You know, um, 
um, the vic- we could be educating you on a victim mindset or how to quit cigarettes or the dangers of alcohol or the science of addiction. But today I just want this episode being the episode 15 to be about motivation. It's a motivational episode. And I think a large part of our recovery comes from being motivated because once you find your sobriety or you decide that you want to start you know, pursuing your sobriety, you tend to have this new spark of motivation. And like the famous um, Zig Ziglar said, motivation is like bathing. You have to do it every day. Okay. So um, for it to be effective, because if you don't bathe every day, you're going to start to smell. Now, if you don't find your motivation every day you're gonna tend to lose it so it's just like bathing you have to do it every day and i agree guys like i'm motivated i have different sources though someday my motivation may come from music then i may be like you know what i'm burnt out on music let me read a book and then i'll, I'll get ca- caught up in the book and there'll be something new within the book that'll spark my attention and re-motivate me and then i'll say you know let me get into some eric thomas and then this week might be a tim ferris week and then next week might be a James Altucher week. Either way, it's all about motivation and keeping our energy pumped and, you know, staying alive. So I'm so excited to um, have this episode with us today. And and we're going to play some clips on YouTube. Dr. Eric Thomas or ET the Hip Hop Preacher, he's really big on YouTube. Just just go on YouTube and type in E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher or Eric Thomas. And it's going to be hundreds of motivational um, clips where you're going to be able to use. So what I do is I pull those clips and I play them for you guys because I want us to have different tools in the Sobers Dope community. So if you're down one day, you can say, you know what? I'm going to go listen to episode 15 because, you know... Um, Soap is Dope made sure he dropped some Eric Thomas there And you know to go back and check it out um, A few things about this episode that strike me That struck me and I'm very excited about is um, Are you a lion or are you a gazelle? You know, and that's one of the themes that Eric Thomas asks and proposes to us You know, are you a beast? And I think you have to be a beast if you're going to attack sobriety. Sobriety is something that's no joke. And it takes a lot of... You have to want to live. You got to be a beast. You got to go for it. You got to tune everyone out. Because it's going to be days where you're going to be discouraged. It's going to be days where you're going to be upset. And it's going to be days where you're going to second guess yourself. And you got to push through and be a beast. And don't let nobody deter you or stress you into relapse. Right? Relapse is not an option for us in the Sobers Dope community. We're not punks. We don't play that. We're here to stay. This is a lifetime commitment. We want to live our best life and we're never going to look back. And when we don't need alcohol and drugs to be our crutch anymore. So are you wired differently? You know? Another thing, instead of saying I can't, we have to say I can, I will, and I must. Eric Thomas, that's his thing. I can, I will, I must. You know what I'm saying? Are you a lion or a gazelle? I'm a lion, you know? Okay? I'm not going to no longer run. I'm on the hunt. I'm going to go get it, you know? Lions don't cry. They don't quit. They hunt. So that's my intro. I'm excited. The first clip from Eric Thomas is going to be called Wired Differently. Let's go. Episode 15, Sober is Dope. Motivation and Sobriety. Boom.
hunter. Watch me, watch me. A true hunter is wired differently. He's wired differently. Doesn't have the same makeup. Listen to me, what makes a gazelle a gazelle is how he's wired. When a lion sees a gazelle and a gazelle sees the lion, both beasts see each other at the exact same time. When the gazelle sees the lion because of how he's wired, he automatically, fear takes over. When the lion sees a gazelle, he lights up. It's showtime. The hunt is on, this is what I was made for. And if you ever studied a lion in his natural environment, watch this guys. If an animal is wounded, the lion won't even do what? Won't attack. Right, for real, there's some of you, there are opportunities that you're like, it's too difficult, it's too hard, nobody can do it. You're not wired properly. A lion welcomes the challenge. As a matter of fact, they don't get excited unless it is a challenge. Wired differently. The gazelle immediately, when the gazelle immediately sees the lion, the first thing it thinks about is, let's go. First thing the lion does is like, let's eat. So you gotta do me a huge favor. If you're gonna to get to a certain level, you gotta welcome it. So, so everybody's like, ET man, you just so positive. Everything in your life, man, you just, you just got it going on. I'm a real lion, and with a real lion, you'll never know. You'll never know what's going on in my life because I'm a lion, and under every single circumstance, I'm a lion. So I lost five aunts to cancer in the last six years. I lost two last year. Lion, still TGIM, still. No, actually, my aunt's death made me go and do TGIM like I never did before. Most of you heard the mixtape, not over, not even a year ago, went to the doctor's office with my wife. Look, guys, you always know something's wrong when the doctor, when it takes your physician like 45 minutes to 50 to come in, like something doesn't take that long. Physician comes in, puts up the x-ray, shows my wife, points to the brain, and said, we found seven legions on your brain. I'm a lion. My wife looked at the doctor, the doctor looked at my wife, my wife looked at me. I'm like, I don't have, I don't have seven legions on my brain. Why is my wife looking at me? Because she's like, you a lion. And you're going to be able to tell me if I can get through this or not. So my wife looks at me. I'll be honest with you guys. When they first told us she had seven legions on the brain, she didn't break a, she didn't break a sweat. But then they said, you have to stop working until we find out what it is. And she said, how long? I said, three months, six months. She thought, oh, I got to stop working because she's a, she's a beast. So the disease didn't bother her, but the fact that you can't hunt anymore, that bothered her. So my wife looks at me and says, what kind, no words, but she kind of looks at me like, okay, this is terrible. We've been together since we were 16. You've helped me to get out of everything. What now? I said, we can, and we will, we must. We got a son graduating from college. You need to be there. We got a daughter that's gonna finish high school in two years. You need to be there. You can get through this. Oh, I'm wired differently. I didn't start crying. I didn't say, why me? Why my wife? I'm doing good to the world. I'm not hurting anybody. Why me? I'm wired differently. We, a t-shirt came from it. <laughs> a video came from it that has over a million hits that inspired people called what? I can. I will. I must turn it into a t-shirt. We turn tragedy into triumph. We turn try. That's what lions do. Lions don't cry. Lions don't give up. Lions don't quit. Lions hunt. That's what we do for a living. 
And if you are a true lion, it does not make a difference what the circumstances is. So what? We're in a recession. We made more money in a recession than we've ever made before. As a matter of fact, it was the recession that birthed us. Listen to me very closely. If you're going to walk three years, Glenn said it, three years, that dream that you have, that money that you want, if you're going to make it happen, you're going to have to be wired differently. Oh my God, I'm so amped. Why you differently? Eric Thomas is no joke. Guys, you hear that? Ladies and gentlemen, you heard that. Are you a lion or gazelle? We are here to win. This is our time. And the sober is dope community. If you are, if you, if you beat addiction, you are a lion, man. You are a lion. We used to be gazelles. We're no longer gazelles. I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out here to win it, man. And you you got to, we have to stay motivated. Our goal is to win. All right. There's a big picture. Okay. We want to be financially free. We want to be spiritually aligned. We want to be physical, physically healthy and in shape. We want to live our best life. And what that means is being on top, on par with everything. Abraham Maslow has something that he called the five hierarchy of needs. The things that we need to be self-actualized, you know. You have to be fulfilled in your work life. You have to be fulfilled in your love life. You have to have meaningful relationships. You have to have a sense of community and a sense of well-being. And then you have to have a sense of self-actualization. A sense of super Godhead and spirituality where you feel self-actualized. All right, and this is what our motivation is about self actualization and really vibrating at our highest frequencies. Okay, we're taking no more losses. If you was deep in addiction, we're accustomed to taking losses. We lost relationships, we lost homes, we lost our self respect, we lost our dignity, but we got it all back and more. God paid it forward to us exponentially because we walking in our purpose right now. Are you a lion or gazelle? We used to be gazelles, now we're lions. I'm a conqueror, man. Are you a conqueror? My ladies, you're out there, you slaying. For all my ladies that slaying and for all my gentlemen who conquer, we're all in this to win this. Let's stay motivated. Let's stay in our rightful place to win. We are winners. We're going to take this. So moving along, we're going to cut to a message from our sponsor, Anchor. If you're interested in getting your own podcast done and telling your story, Check out the message from our sponsor, Anchor. And then we're going to follow up with another intensive Eric Thomas clip that's going to be talking about change. All right. I love you guys. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The next segment, ladies and gentlemen, is Change the Way You See Yourself by Dr. Eric Thomas. And this segment really touches deep 
with me and the Sober's Dope universe because it touches upon themes that we're familiar with, changing your mindset. Um, We just recently did an episode about the victim mentality and victim mindset and how to go from a victim mindset to a victim mindset. Um, And, you know, this segment also talks a lot about discipline and routine. And these are things that's very important in the sober universe um, and in regards to life. Because one of the reasons why sobriety is dope and cool and fascinating is because it allows you to really develop the clarity you need to get to the next level in life. Because it's bigger than just sobriety and addiction. I mean, that's just that's one of the major stepping stones. Once you find your sobriety, that's the first start. Then a transformation begins and you're able to start to look and set larger goals. Like, okay, now that I'm sober, now I want to rebuild my life. And now I want to rebuild my health. And now I want to go to the gym and get that body I always wanted. Now I want to go get the job and the career I always wanted. And I want to rebuild my life. And I want the house on the hill. And I want to be able to travel. And I want to get married. And I want to give my kids a different life than I had. And a lot of that starts with discipline and routine. So this segment is really important for me because Dr. Thomas touches on a few different areas that we can relate to. How addiction affected him, how his wife's medical diagnosis affected him, why he's disciplined. And um, and I think discipline, wanting to change, changing your mindset, and finding routine is very important in building the life that we want. So enjoy this next segment and please, I hope you take your takeaway is valuable and I hope this adds value to you on your journey. Thank you. Bob Proctor is one of the guys, anybody you're familiar with the book, The Secret, he's one of the master teachers and I had an opportunity to for him to be my mentor and it was funny I'll never forget we were talking and um, he said to me son how much do you charge it's about a year ago I said $10,000 I was excited I come from poverty Glenn (laughs) I come from a working class I made you know $10,000 I can do 20 gigs a month (laughs) my mother never made $10,000 at one time I'm excited he said $10,000 I said, yeah. He said, what else, what else do you do? I said, well, I've got the book, The Secret to Success. He said, oh, you sell a book? Oh. <laughs> I was asking to be mentored, not insulted. He said, oh, your little book, you still selling books? I said, still, still? I'm sorry, I'm from Detroit, high school dropout. No, nobody on my block is an author. Nobody in my family is an author. When you say still, <laughs> help me out. What do you mean by still? We made over a million dollars the first year. What do you mean still? He says, Eric, nobody really makes good money off of books, but chicken soup for the soul. He said, you give this away and you turn it into an ascension program. I said, a who? He said, an ascension program, kid. He said, listen to me, the little TGIM thing you're doing, that's for people who don't really want a lot. There's a group out there, they want to learn how you did it from top to bottom, son. You need a program, you need a university online. He said, $10,000, you're one of the best in the world, $10,000. He said, do me a favor, let's start at least at 20. 
I saw him six months later. He said, Eric, how's the 20 thing coming? I said, it's going great, sir. He said, what do you mean it's going great? I told him 20 and everybody's doing it. He said, then that's a problem. Lions are wired differently. I said, what do you mean it's a problem? You told me to say 20. I said 20, now they're giving me 20. Like, is this a trick? He said, no, if you're saying yes, it's a problem. Say a number that they're going to say no to, and then you can negotiate. So tell them 100 and see where it falls. Say, I bet you won't be anywhere close to 20. Shit, what am I telling you? He said, your problem is you think like a kid who grew up in Detroit. You think like a kid who came from poverty. You think like a kid whose mama had him at 17 years old. That's how you think. You're not wired to be who you've been called to be. What you need to think is not how you see the world, but what you need to see is how the world sees you. And the world doesn't see you as a 10,000 kid. The world sees you as much bigger. And when you can see yourself as the world sees you and not how you see yourself, is when you're going to go to another level. Let me tell you something. You got it. When you walk out of here, the way you see yourself is the problem. It's always a result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort. You're not going to be the best. You're not going to catch the best if you're not intentional and deliberate. And there are those of you in your, in your space and whatever you're trying to do, you don't even represent the best in your space. And you're still not giving 120. You're trying to catch the guy. You're trying to catch the female. That's the best. And you're waking up and giving me 70%. You're giving me 80%. But yet you have these dreams that you're going to be the best. How? You're still watching TV. Somebody said, Eric, have you not seen in America, everybody? Have you not seen Scandal? You must watch Scandal. It's the best sitcom. Have you not seen Scandal? I said, it's a scandal. I'm not watching it. It's a scandal. I'm not watching it. Come on at 10 o'clock at night. I'm in the bed. I got to wake up, make my scandal become a reality. This is a scandal. What? I can't watch this. So I'll go home and say, scandal was great. But I did scandal on my time on my way to Australia. I didn't do scandal when I'm trying to catch Jim Rohn. I didn't do scandal where I'm trying to learn from John Maxwell or from my friend Les Brown. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not watching a scandal. So you got to do me a huge favor, and I'm asking you to do me a favor. When you leave today, I want you to look at some things that you're doing, the 30% now, or the 20%, or the 10%, and I'm going to need you to let it go. Just, bro, I've seen a lot, and I just was like, yo, I don't want that no more. Mm -hmm. And so what are the things that stop men from being successful? And I saw it. Females was one, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, it just seemed like, and still, undefeated heavyweight yeah, champion yeah, of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, it just seemed like, bros, and my father had multiple kids by multiple women. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got a sister I found out, you know, when I was older that I had that's only a few months younger than me. You know what I'm saying? She might be nine months. Like, I was just like, yo, bro, I'm not disrespecting my family. Everybody got to go through their whatever. But I was like, yo, I don't want that life no more. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to lose. So I started looking at power, egos. A lot of dudes fail because of their ego. You know, they, they, they can't be the two man. They can't serve nobody else, you know, uh, and then money. You know what I'm saying? I just saw just people would just get money. Like I grew up in Motown. So these young dudes would come great uh, musicians and end up smoking crack or cocaine and just losing their mind. You look at Marvin Gaye, you know, Al, Al Green, you know, the life that he had, Sam Cooke. 
like some of the most talented people, Michael Jackson even, Whitney Houston. And I just started realizing like, yo, if you don't deal with your demons, they ain't going nowhere. They not gonna stay in the closet. Right. And so I was like, yo, E, you gotta discipline yourself. I started looking at Mother Teresa, um, Gandhi, and I was like, yo, bro, Gandhi would go fast from sex, and he was married. He would fast from talking. You know, I just started watching these great people, and was like, yo, these people fast, and not about fasting, like that's not the piece, but they were very disciplined people, mm -hmm. and they would not allow their exterior world to dominate or destroy their internal world. I just like, yo, I want to get to a place where I can control me. My family members have grown. I lost an uncle, cirrhosis of the liver, brilliant man, but just drinking, drinking, drinking. And I was like, yo, I do not want to. My father was a substance abuser for years. I was like, yo, I don't want a life where something else is controlling me. You know, like for real, when I left home and said, I don't want to be controlled no more, like I meant that. Like, I don't want nothing to control me but me. And so I got to put myself under extreme discipline to make sure I'm free. So when people see me, you get up at three, you don't drink, you don't smoke. I'm not doing that because I think I'm better than nobody else or I think you're going to go to hell because you had a drink. I just want, I want to control, I want freedom. And for me, disciplining myself means more freedom. And the less I, you discipline yourself, people who, uh, I, I told my son the other day, I was like, yo son, I don't not want you to have fun. I've just seen a history of people who just have fun, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, New Year. Yeah. They're the people who- Thursday up, night, oh, Friday night. Oh man, every night. Yeah. They're the people who end up in their 20s having a great deal of fun, but in their 40s and 50s, they working for somebody, um, um, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with cleaning toilets, but they doing something they don't want to do yeah. for the rest of their life, and they can't retire because yeah. they played so much. Yeah. You know, so for me, I just look at Venus and Serena, Michael Jackson, when he used to, like, five and six, just dancing all night. I just think the more man disciplined himself, the greater, it don't mean it's going to happen, but the greater the probability that he has this sense of freedom. And I will say this. The one thing I enjoy is that now where I am, this don't mean I'm when you're 20, you're 30, you're 40. I never knew I would be who I am. But I'm grateful that I disciplined myself the way I did because some of the issues I could have as one of the top motivational speakers in the world, I don't have those issues. And let me tell you something. I'm around more temptation now than I have ever been in my life. And we're not just talking about women. We're talking about opportunities we talk about power we talking about bro I, I i got a call and i won't say names because i know you know how you are but i got a call this week from two or three people that top in their industries and it's just like yo the people i coach and the people i so i'm grateful that i'm disciplined because i could see if i wasn't disciplined with the with the exposure that i have around the world whew, i could i could get myself in a lot of trouble right now if I wasn't is it something let me ask you this so is it something now that is just routine the discipline or do you still have to have it in your and conscious I'm mind I'm still a man yeah. every day yeah. I gotta wake up in the morning I yeah. am not past still being a man yeah. you know what I'm saying like right. I just wanna make that clear yeah, no, no, you, no. you feel me like I'm not robot mm -hmm. where I uh, I get up every day and now I've gotten to a point where uh, women are not attracted to me with certain personalities, I'm not at, I'm not there, bro. I'm not there where I see chicken and don't want to eat fried chicken. Right. I'm not there. I still like the way chicken tastes. Yeah. I'm not. I don't have a vegan heart. Right, you feel right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right, I don't right. have a vegan mindset. Yeah. I just know that my wife got MS and I want to help her out. Yeah. But I don't. I don't see chicken and go. That's disgusting. Right. They're killing them. Some 
chicken was yeah. murdered. We should not kill chicken. Yeah. I'm not on that. I'm on my wife shouldn't be eating fried food yeah. and she don't eat rotisserie chicken, you know. So, no, I have to get up every day and it's a battle every single day to do right. So if you see E.T. cut somebody out on the street level, you know that I'm human and I had a bad day. But I figure if I get up at three o'clock in the morning and get through this routine, the probability of me not going off is greater. But it don't yeah. mean I'm not going to have a bad day. It just means if I follow my routine. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us and taking a ride with us on this journey on episode 15 of the Sober is Dope podcast, Sobriety and Motivation. Um, I hope you enjoyed our last segment with Eric Thomas. I want to close you guys out with a short message of love. I want you to know that this podcast is all about love and just giving everyone tools that they could use. And I'm just a regular guy. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert in anything. You know, I'm only speaking truly from my own experience. And I utilize everything that I play on here, everything, every song that you hear, every message, everything that I read are all tools that I use daily from over the last six years in the beginning till now that helps get me to the next day. All right. Um, We have this term in sobriety called one day at a time, one second at a time. And every day I travel with these different tools and I pick from one bag of inspiration one day to get me through that day and another bag of inspiration another day. And I want to thank Dr. Eric Thomas, wherever you are, I just want you to know that you inspired me as a young man from the beginning. Um, When I first heard you, I said, this man is the real deal. And I could identify with his story of being homeless and eating out the garbage can because that's just his rock bottom. And and in in our world, we all experience our own rock bottoms. And we rock bottom is a real invigorator. Like you can be renewed and recharged from your rock bottom experience because rock bottom really gives us a sense of how and why we need to transform and why we need to re-motivate ourselves and change. And this episode is about change, finding discipline, finding your voice and knowing your true worth. Okay, knowing your value, you know, if you are you a ten thousand dollar person or a two hundred thousand dollar person, you know, don't sell yourself short. You know, don't be afraid to speak up and let people know your value. You know, don't be afraid to go into that job interview and say, you know, I know you're charging, you know, I know the job offers $45,000 a year, but I'm a $75,000 a year person and this is why. You know, so know your worth, value yourself, and constantly level up. I'm very, very motivated today. I'm very excited to bring you this podcast. I'm two weeks in, 15 episodes in, and I plan to, you know, keep going because I'm doing this to share my story in hopes to bring light to someone else. And it excites me and it's a it's a form of passion of mine. I'm passionate about sharing my story and giving it to the next generation. So 50 years from now, or 100 years from now, when I'm long gone back in heaven, maybe some young kid could find one of these podcasts and say, you know, 
I could be his Eric Thomas. You know, you never know. You never know. But as long as I'm motivating you, I'm alive and I'm living in my purpose. I love you all. I want you all to know that you're winners. And no matter what you life you lived and how far you went and how far you hit in your rock bottom, you're always worthy. Okay, and don't settle and don't stop. Let's keep going and let's win. I love you guys. Please reach out to me and follow me on Instagram at Monk Healing. That's M-O-N-K-H-E-A-L-I-N-G, Monk Healing. And check out my website, popbuchanan.net. And you can find my music on there. You can find more information about me. You can read my story. You know, you could email me also at Monk Healing, M-O-N-K-H-E-A-L-I-N-G at gmail.com. Email me a message. If you're struggling with addiction, you can reach out to me. I'm I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram at Pop Buchanan at Monk Healing. I'm on Twitter at Pop Buchanan at Monk Healing. Um, I'm everywhere. Just Google Pop Buchanan. Sober is dope or Monk Healing, and you'll find me. I love you guys. Thank you for being here with me on our episode 15. And before I go, I'm going to leave you guys with a very, very, very special song to me. This song is from one of my favorite movies, The Last Dragon, and it's called Inside You by Willie Hutch. And this song was um, is a magical song for me because... When I was in the beginning of my sobriety, I had a terrible experience one day with a friend of mine. And I loved this friend dearly, but they were still struggling in their addiction. And I was there trying to help, and I was trying to help. And then things became so dark and unbearable that I almost started to cry. I was so angry. Because I kept asking God, like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to just stay sober. And, you know, I'm so frustrated right now. And I was trying to ask myself, why am I doing this? And what, why is this so important? And why I have to be strong and everybody else around me is continuing to do what they want to do. And out of nowhere, this song just started playing. Like I had it in my playlist somewhere and I went for a walk and I just pressed pray, um, play and my it, I guess it was shuffling and this song came on and it said, Inside You is where it all begins. Inside You is where the script begins. You know, and you could feel the power in your final hour. Cause you're the last dragon And I was like I'm the last dragon I'm the last dragon And it was inspirational for me Because I felt like in that moment God was talking to me through the song Cause I asked a real question Why me? Why am I have to Why I have to go through all of this? Why is this so tough? So please enjoy this song I'm super retro I'm super old school and throwback Totally 1980, 1990 kid But I bring you songs that really help me so I hope you guys enjoy it and I hope if you never if you haven't seen Last Dragon go see Last Dragon love you all Pop Buchanan over and out
All right. 